This podcast deals with issues about LGBT families and trans-specific topics. We would love to hear from you and welcome your questions and comments. However, we will not tolerate any discriminatory language or hate speech. So please, just don't do it. Enjoy the show! it's not more frequent i think it's just that i'm not being that i'm not feeling as emotionally shut off as i was it's not i'm not i'm I'm conveying my emotions more so i don't think that it has necessarily changed in frequency but just kind of in how i am conveying to people outside of myself what's going on in my brain it's 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 the same thing for the most part it's just how i deal with it is different When we were kids, we met at camp. After college, we got married. Ten years later, we finally had a baby. That same year, I came out as trans. This is the story of our journey. Through marriage. Parenting. Gender. And all the changes that life brings. This is Our Our Life Life in in Transition. Transition. I am Shannon. And I am Rachel. And this is another delightful episode of Our Life, Our Life in Transition. Transition. So anyway. this is episode 10. Episode 10. Hooray! Hooray! We stuck with something. I know. How crazy is that? Yay, us. High five. Woohoo! Ooh. Okay. Oh, that's probably really loud. Anyway. Um, so it is kind of your HRT anniversary, one and a half years on HRT. Yeah. A little more than one and a half yeah, years Yeah, just like a couple weeks ago. So, I just made that up, by the way. HRT anniversary isn't really a thing, but hurt anniversary. What? Hurt anniversary. Hurt anniversary. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> depends on who you talk to. Um, but uh, yeah. So today we're going to talk a little bit about HRT and uh, its effects on both of us, physically, emotionally. Uh, etc. Where, where did the hormones touch you? The hormones. The har- hormones. <laughs> the hormones. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but last week we talked about health a little. Well, last week. Last episode. Last episode. <laughs> Two we weeks talked, ago. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. <laughs> um, we talked a little bit about um, health. And healthcare in general, but how have you been feeling since your false heart attack? Yeah, d- alive. <laughs> she is still alive. That's a plus. Um, this I, I is think... not zombie Shannon. This is the real. I mean, the real deal. As, as far as I know, no. But I'm okay. Um, I have not um, had any more um, fake heart attacks. <laughs> um, I've been feeling fine. Um, not that that was really what was going on with my uh that wasn't because of my hormones to begin with um no but they were extra cautious and sent yeah. you to the hospital because of it yes the hospital. but um no i'm you know i'm i've been feeling fine um but you know it, it is a minor frustration that that's something that i have to kind of you know always have kind of nagging in the back of my mind you know if i'm having a some sort of health issue is you know whether whether it's related to you know the medication i'm taking or not um but um it's been good i've I've been okay good so um what kind of changes have you noticed now you're a year and a half into uh Um, i mean I've noticed your face shape has changed a lot. Yeah. And she's got boobies. I do. They're lovely. I enjoy, I enjoy that fact. Um, it, it's, it's 
it's weird because it's like on the one hand I look like the same person, but I don't look like the same person. This is true. Um, if you look at side by side, it's not not the yeah, same. Yeah, no. Um but I mean it, the normal things that you would expect um to change like my my face is um a lot softer. Um I guess is it rounder? I don't know. Um the the the, ed- the edges have have softer is a better term yes have uh, kind I'm, of worn away a little bit I mean bone structure hasn't changed yeah but just mm-hmm. you know how your skin get, sits on there is different that's the okay we're going with creepy Rachel this episode again I don't know <laughs> I mean talk to I haven't so, decided sure. okay <laughs> I just, just I just I just do things precisely exactly um. So, um, your eggs are stinky. What'd you say? Your eggs are stinky. My eggs are stinky? Yes, I don't like the smell of this also. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, I'm glad that... trying to figure out what is stinky, and it's your eggs. I mean, I'm glad that you pointed out that, you know, it's, you know, eggs with salsa, I'm eating something, and you're not talking about, like, like, what (laughs) eggs? Wait, talking about HRT, and, like, your eggs are stinky, like, she's got eggs now? What's going on? No, I don't have eggs. Um, Please just edit this whole thing out. Okay, anyway. I'll consider it. Anyway. Um, my face. Right. So, it's... the One one of the things that uh, gets talked about a lot um, is, like, my eyes. Um, like, almost universally, like, every trans woman that really, like, has talked about, like, how her face has changed. And I've had people independently say this to me, like... My eyes are bigger because just the way that, like, the fat distributes around your face, like, and your skin changes, it's, um, they're more open than they were before. Interesting. Um, I don't think I've ever noticed that. I mean, if you look at it, like, especially, like, like above my eyes, like, where, like, my eyebrows are, it's, you know, they don't sit as heavily. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I look more like, more, look more awake and alert. Um, don't be fooled. She just <laughs> looks more awake and alert. Yeah. I mean, well, the coffee kicked in, so I'm doing okay today. But, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, there's a level to which, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I, part of me like goes back and forth every other day about like, you know, like well, maybe one day I might want to get, you know, FFS just cause there's like little things that bug me. But for the most part, um, I kind of lucked out. I have a very... Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say you need it. Yeah. You know, except for maybe your own self. Yeah. Consciousness, um, you know. But, I mean, overall, it's, you know, my face is, is a lot softer than it used to be. Um, but, I mean, so is the rest of me. <laughs> well, yes. Um, I mean, I have, um, you know, when I did my six-month um, update video on YouTube last year... Um, I mean, the first thing I said was like, oh, so I grew boobs, um, which is funny because looking at the video, I'm like, oh, they were tiny. They, they were tiny. <laughs> like, oh, look at you thinking there was yeah, something special going on. But um, yeah, I mean, and it's well, having never had boobs, all boobs are exciting. True. I had movies before. That was just because I was fat. <laughs> it's not quite the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. Um, but. So yeah, so the the normal things you expect, I grew boobs, my hips are wider. Um, it's interesting though, since I've been losing weight though, I'm noticing more of like a slightly like hourglass shape, which is interesting. Hmm. Not quite as boxy as I used to be. Hmm. Um, the other thing too, I noticed like my, my neck looks longer because like my shoulders shrunk. Yes. But um. You wear earrings better. I do wear earrings better. It helps, yes. Um, but, and, you know, my body hair is um, reduced. Um, I mean, I still have some, but it, like, grows really, really, really slowly. And it's kind of pretty fine for the most part. Um, though, like, I had, like, a little hiccup when I started doing my diet because the keto diet kind of messed with my hormone levels. Um, and, like, Things went a little wonky for a minute. Things that you don't think are going to affect your hormones mm-hmm. totally affect your hormones. Yeah, it's 100%. very weird. Yeah, it's like, oh, my diet messed things up. I went to, you know, the Mazzoni Center. I was like, well, why is my testosterone level like super high? What's going on? And he was like, oh, here, just up, 
up your blockers and, and take a little bit more of the estrogen and you'll be good to go. And it's, things leveled off again. I'm okay. Um, but I mean, overall, it's a lot less than it used to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the one thing I always like talk about is that with, um, with my hairline, um, cause it tried to abandon me in my mid twenties. Um, and I just actually had my hair shaved for a long time. Uh, I mean, that doesn't make taking hormones doesn't make like, um, any hair loss come back necessarily. Um, I mean, a little, like some, some of the hairs that were there, but were a little finer. Kind of boosted. Kind of got a little bit of a boost, but I mean, what I lost is gone. Um, so I mean, I would have to do something to else to address that. But I mean, but the rest of my hair grows a lot faster (laughs) and Mm. the texture is different. Um, it's interesting too. I, I have a lot of people keep saying to me that like, I have really nice skin, which is weird because... I guess it changed. I mean, I don't, I don't break out like I used to. Oh, I used to like be like really bad, a gross like uh, acne covered mess, and now I'm not. But um, I'm also I'm also a weak little delicate flower now. I can't carry things like I used to. You're not a weak little <laughs> delicate flower. No. No, but sometimes I, I need help opening jars of pickles. It's always the jars of pickles. It's always the jars of pickles. But yeah, I'm, I'm not as strong as I used to be, which it's, I consciously know that, but it's also a little, um, it throws me off sometimes because I forget. It's jarring. It's when jarring. When you can't open your jar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a knee slapper. Anyway. Ow. <laughs> see, you're still strong yeah, enough to see. hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it hurt more. Um. But yeah, so like I still like, I'm going to bring up all the groceries at once. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. No. So it's, I mean, it's the normal things you would expect. Um, it's not like anything super surprising. Um, but it's just, it takes a while to kind of go into effect. It's not like an overnight thing. Um, and it's one of those things where it, it can be super frustrating. Um, but it, when you're, you want everything to like change right away. Um, but then at some point, like, you pause and assess and you're like, whoa, what happened? A lot like, has changed. changed. A lot has changed. Just because it's gradual, you don't notice it. Right. And I don't notice a lot of this stuff. Like, sometimes you'll, like, come out of the bathroom and be like, look at this. And I'll be like, and? <laughs> because, like, I, it's happened so gradually that it's not, like, Wait, What am I like asking you to thing. look at? I don't know. You look at, <laughs> I don't know, like, you know. Look at my face. Does my face look different? Does my face... Like, like, look at my hair. Look at my... Like... Yeah. And you do that because sometimes it strikes you one day, and I'm just like, yeah, it's been like that for, like, three weeks. Like, Yeah, that's how you look. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, freckles, though. I do have freckles. All the freckles. I mean, I've always had freckles, but, like, But, oh, my exploded. God. All the freckles. It's cute, though. But you never see it because they're always under makeup. Mm-hmm. Because one thing that HRT doesn't do mm. is get rid of facial hair. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. But I'm going to go get, you know. We're saving up. We're saving up. I'm going to go get, you know, some laser hair removal and get, you know, a proton that packed off my face. And burned s- off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Zap it. Yep. I mean, I don't understand why she won't let me do it. You know, I mean... I, I could do it. I could do it. Please, please no. <laughs> All right, I'll just say it. Yeah. Listen. I Spend hundreds of dollars for a professional. When I don't want to just... burden you with that. You've got a lot going on. You have a lot on your plate. You don't need to... Lies. You just want to You just want to laser my face. You just want to take a laser to my face. And whatever happens, happens. I, I know you. I'll shrink you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the guy on Harvey Birdman. I know what you're talking about, but it came, see that field over there to your left? That's where that came from. Uh, it, uh, whatever. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the show. If you like what you hear so far, subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, be sure to share with your friends and family so they can enjoy as well. 
This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Shannon. You like reading, right? You like books? You're like a book type person? I have a library degree. I, I, I like books. I mean, it'd be really awkward if you didn't. Yes. Okay. Yes, it would. So, well, you know, you're, you're in luck. I am. <laughs> yes, indeed you are. You know why? Why, Shannon? Why? Because her friend has a new book out. I already knew that. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's right. But Distant Lands of Sand and the Men Who Died There is an all-new novel by A.E. Fletcher. Yay! What is it about? Well, Ridley lives a life others only dream of. Lazy cafe days and nights of hash and passionate lovemaking. As a vagabond expatriate in the Medina of Tangiers, Morocco. That sounds exciting. And exotic. Indeed. But when he becomes wrapped up in an adventure and vendetta that's been brewing since World War II, he won't survive without the help of a beautiful and deadly photojournalist and a crack pilot. Like a pilot that's on crack? Or like a really good pilot? I think the latter. Okay. But I haven't gotten to that part of the book yet. Together, they must outrun an army of mercenaries to find the mythical lost city of Zerzura. That does sound exotic. Distant Lands of Sand and the Men Who Died There is Indiana Jones meets Anthony Bourdain, a pulp novel tale of adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, and delicious food. Ooh, delicious food. I would read it just for the food. Exactly. Distant Lands of Sand and the Men Who Died There is now available to order on Amazon.com. So get your copy now. Absolutely. Okay. So there are physical changes and everybody expects the physical changes. But hormones affect emotions Mm -hmm. and mental states. I'm a blubbering crying mess. Blubbering? Blubbering? Blubbering. Blubbering. I'm not so blubbering anymore. I've lost weight. She cries a lot. I do. Over a lot of little stuff. Well, <sighs> a lot of little stuff. Like, okay. I mean, to be fair, so do you. Not as much. Well. My hormones have balanced out. Yeah, well. You're like living with a, I don't know, 12-year-old right now. I, hey, I remember you when we first met and you cried a lot more. I was... 13 or 14. I was, like, pubescent ass. You were 15. You can't math right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I was pubescent. Fine. Yes, I know. And, I mean, technically speaking, so am I. You are right now, and you're a crying mess. That's the thing that people, that's the thing about taking hormones. It's like, you know, you remember puberty? Want to do that again? Because that's kind of what it is. Yeah, but the thing is that it affects the partner a lot more because they didn't sign up for teen <laughs> well, sign yeah. up for teenage well, you again <laughs> yeah wow well, i mean yeah but i mean the thing is though it's like testosterone is a hell of a drug uh i mean having like your system like flooded with testosterone like really people don't comprehend how much your body's chemical makeup affects how your brain works um and one of the things which is really difficult um for uh, people who have testosterone (laughs) coursing through their veins is that like it's hard to like deal with like your emotions you get angry when you're upset versus like being able to like process it and um deal with it in a more you know I don't know if authentic is the word, I guess, but like constructive, constructive, yes, in a more constructive fashion. Um, and whereas, like, I would have like gotten just like really just pissed off before. Like now, I'm just like, I'm not. I don't get. I don't act angry when I'm sad. I cry when I'm sad. And it's a double-edged sword for the partner because, like, on one hand, like you don't want to deal with angry Shannon. Like, right, angry Shannon sucks. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. But on the other hand, now we talk everything to death <laughs> ad nauseum. Like, now we can't just, you know, be sad, have a fight, whatever, and be done with it. Now it goes on forever. 
and ever and ever and ever and ever and there's crying and there's lots of repetitive ex explanations of you know things and and there's also some some serious serious moments of oversensitivity that really do not need to be an issue but end up being an issue because somebody is being severely oversensitive to be fair do not eat that i'm not I'm going to throw it away oh. no i'm not going to eat the random bit of stale popcorn that i found no it's the way you were holding it i was concerned <laughs> i'm like no this is trash we're gonna throw it away. the trash can is over here <laughs> i just we're ate. holding it for a minute i just had my stinky eggs i don't need Anyway, but to be fair, I mean, when you're upset, that's how you deal with things. So now you're just kind of experiencing what I've been experiencing for years. Uh, yes, but not, but on a hyper level. Because, no, because the thing is, okay, uh, do we really want to do this? Sure. Okay, so the thing is, HRT doesn't isn't the be all and end all of how somebody acts and thinks hormones don't dictate social conditioning true so it's not that you want to talk things out and you know come to some sort of conclusion you still want to be right well yeah you you're i mean and so when we get into a fight a lot of the time it ends with me just shutting up because <laughs> that's the best way. But that, that has nothing to, to do with your hormones and everything to do with your social conditioning. I lose, Fair. I lose every argument and I'll tell you why, because I can't stand it. <laughs> My bullshit meter is very, very low. But also, I mean, but that's, part of like your conditioning too is to just go you know what fuck this and just sure you've won and just stop talking so yes. i mean it's i mean it goes back to what we we're talking about before about so it's not all about hormones yeah um i mean it goes back to what we were talking about before with you know in our family episode about how communication communication styles, styles, styles like work. um and so yeah i mean when like when i'm when a discussion turns into a fight, <laughs> I'm like, I want to be right. But, you know, instead of getting... She's instead, still aggressive. Of, she's just bitchy about it. She's more catty. Fair. And I think, to be fair, I think you've always been catty. It just hasn't come across as catty <laughs> because, you know, there's been anger behind it. And yeah. now there's just bitchiness behind it. Yes, it's... I've, I've, the, I've gone from feeling and, and come across as like slightly aggressive when I'm mad to uh, just an asshole see, that's just gonna see, be cattiness, nasty. Cattiness in men tends to come out as vindictiveness because of how aggressive they are. In general I find. Mm -hmm. Cattiness in women is catty but is pettiness on a passive-aggressive, just very, like, nitpicky, like, microaggression level. And that's just, you know, I need to stop here because, like, I'm in danger. <laughs> We're in danger of <laughs> people feeling like our relationship is falling apart. Holy shit, what the hell happened the past <laughs> two weeks? Oh, fucking hell, it's all, it's all going down south. Like, no, it, it's okay, fine. Okay, okay. Why are all, are the only people listening to us Irish? <laughs> Drunk Irish? <laughs> like, what the hell was that? <laughs> They're like, I should shut up. I should some more questions. Do leprechauns listen to our podcast? I hope they do. You, give us your gold. Please, for fuck's sake, give us your gold. Okay. Anyway. We have a Patreon. Give us your gold. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, but, no. But, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, being that I'm more in tune with my emotions and I can talk about how I'm feeling rather than just 
going. I don't know how to explain this. Urgh, I'm mad. It tends to go on forever. And ever. Forever. Yes. But, I mean, it's... I have to say, I'm, I feel better about being able to talk about my emotions. At least somebody does. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So another another part of this is also, um, you know, I find that, and this is not to scare anybody from HRT, but because you're much more in tune with your emotions, mm-hmm. I find that um, sometimes you get thrown off track very easily, like uh, one little thing can ruin your mood and keep you down for ever for 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 a long time like yeah you i I feel like you struggle more with having down days and not being able to pull yourself out or maybe it's just that you don't hide it as well as you used to I, i i think it has it's not more frequent i think it's just that i'm not being that i'm not feeling as emotionally shut off as i was it's not I'm not, con- I'm, I'm conveying my emotions more. So I don't think that it has necessarily changed in frequency, but just kind of in how I am conveying to people outside of myself what's going on in my brain. It's, it's, it's the same thing for the most part. It's just how I deal with it is different. Observation. You wallow. I've always wallowed <laughs> You wallow a lot more freely and openly. Yes. Than you used to. Yes. She's not a pig. She wallows in misery. I, I'm not saying like <laughs> she's like like a pig. Like hey, I've been cleaning the house and like that. You know, no, I don't wallow. We'll talk about the cleaning the house on another episode. <laughs> but I mean, I will say it. The way that it feels is that before. I would feel really frustrated because I couldn't quite wrap my head around how I was feeling and would be frustrated because I couldn't communicate that. And it was very easy for me to get like angry with my inability to sort of uh, assess how I was feeling, explain to other people how I was feeling. And it's not that I would like act angry, but I would kind of just shut down and you would experience it as anger. I would experience it as anger, but then I would just be quiet and shut down now. Like, okay, I'm upset. I feel sad. I probably cry. And then I tell you, you about it. it. I found all it all over yes. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, I'm a very empathic person. So when you're upset or something like that, I end up taking it all on and it, it, it has been a very, a much more taxing, hmm. uh, it's been, it's been much more taxing on me emotionally because you're sorting out your, you know what it's like? It's, um, what has happened with the HRT, I think, is that your emotional language mm-hmm. has expanded. Yes. And like not to be like like exactly not to be like stereotypical like, you know. Men are cavemen, but it's like men tend to categorize things broadly as, you know, ouch, I'm in pain, er, I'm mad, yay, I'm excited, like like, it, and women tend to go, well. I'm not mad, but I'm slightly frustrated. Mm-hmm. I wish that there was something I could do about this scenario. Like, they parse things much smaller. Yes. Chop things up much finer. So there's much more degrees mm-hmm. in in this women's the, emotional language. The, 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 the spectrum is a little clearer. Yes, which is why we end up talking things to death. Because <laughs> we there's parsing that happens and then there's also i mean this kind of goes with the physical and emotional and kind of a um something that they kind of told us would happen is um a a motivational drop off like um i mean depending the 
estrogen. Yeah, I mean, depending on what cocktail of of hormones they give you. Hormones. hormones. She says it. I know. Stupidly. I'm sorry. Hormones. Is it better? Is is that it? You know what? <laughs> I just finished talking. But it's depending on what combination of um, drugs drugs you're taking um you can it can make you feel like you know like you know i'm just gonna be lazy and just sit on my ass and i don't feel like getting up and doing which i don't understand because women in general in my experience are not like that like to the point that like and now maybe it's just me in my experience like i push myself to the point of falling over i think it's just you like but but no a lot of women handle you know, have a lot more balls in the air as far as um, family life and career and, you know, in general, gender roles in general. There's a lot more put on women that women keep up in the air. Yeah. So I don't understand why that... Well, you know, it, but the thing is, it's like, it's, it, it's not even that. It's just, I mean, that's a... a socialization thing it's just a matter of like yeah you take this this drug this drug might make you feel like unmotivated it's you know but i think overall though it's it's i think for me it's kind of balanced out when i'm down it doesn't help because when when, you're depressed you do nothing and i've always been that way so i mean it doesn't help then but the rest of the time i think which is a problem because when i'm depressed i want to do nothing but i can't because i'm socialized to not be able to do that I mean, I, I, I think that to to a degree, because I'm more emotionally balanced and I'm overall feeling better, I'm more motivated than I was before. Um, I mean, and, I mean, part of that's just, you know, yeah, I started transitioning, so I don't feel like shit overall because I am going, I wish I was not living like this. So, I mean, I don't have that crippling, like, everyday dysphoric, like, feeling pushing me down to begin with. So there's that. Um, but also just feeling more in tune with myself, feeling more aligned, feeling better overall is making me, I think, more motivated and more active in doing stuff. But, you know, when I'm down, I'm down and horror hormones are not, I, uh, I kind of stop <laughs> When I get depressed. Mm. Though I think I'm getting over over faster. Your depression? Yeah. No, I just think that you're, because you're on an emotional spectrum, a, a, a bigger emotional spectrum now, that you don't experience it the same way. Like, I don't know that you're necessarily getting over it faster. I just think that you're able to talk yourself out of it better well but i think because because i because i'm more into it and have the that emotional language whereas before i didn't i think feeling stifled in how i could communicate and, and even wrap my own head around how i was feeling frustrated me more and made me more sad where, mm. where now like i get to a point I'm like what's going on oh i'm just sad I'm like why am i sad i don't know but this is what's going on and i can assess it and analyze it more and then kind of get myself out of whatever funk I'm in rather than getting into like a secondary level funk because I can't figure out what to do. And About the first on. level funk. Right. It's, not... <laughs> hmm. it's accurate though. I know. Like sometimes you get into, a... no, like sometimes you get into a funk about being in a funk. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes like. I'm upset that I'm upset. Well, not like, like I said the other day at work, I was just so, I, I guess this was like a week ago or more. I was just so, like, down and frustrated and just miserable, not for any particular reason. But I, like, looked at somebody and I'm like, I can't even stand myself. Like, I'm sitting here going, oh, God, like, who wants, like, ugh. (laughs) Who wants to be around this? Like, I don't even want to be around this and it's me. Like, so, like, but, like, yeah. 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 Your funk has levels. <laughs> Your emotional funk. 
Like, well, your physical funk has levels too, but like, take a bath. Actually, speaking of funk, going back to physical changes, I don't smell like I used to. I used to smell horrible because testosterone makes you stinky. I smell much better now. She says. <gasps> no, you do. I mean, except that you just had that salsa, which is stinky. But that's not... My body didn't make that. That's just salsa. It this is true. Salsa. This is true. I'd brush my teeth, but we're in the middle of the podcast. Hmm? I'd go brush my teeth, but we're in the middle of the podcast, so... Mm. And you can't press pause. Well, we need to get another microphone. I won't have to be in your face like this anymore. Yes. <laughs> stinky, stinky. Anyway. Um... So, so what, what has, what did we expect going into HRT a year and a half ago versus what is, how it's actually happened? Like, let's, you know, <laughs> let's compare. You know, it's, it's actually almost hard for me to really kind of remember what I was expecting. I mean, it's, I think there was a dual level of this is going to fix everything and everything's going to be better like overnight versus also like, I don't know if this is going to do anything or not. Cause I was in well, such a your brain. Yeah. It's such a depressed telling you this workplace where it's just like, this isn't going to fix anything versus like, this is going to be great. Everything's going to be wonderful. Um, and I think it's somewhere in the middle. Um, well, I mean, I feel like you're dysphoria. Like you, you tell me, but I feel like you're, <laughs> My experience of your episodes of dysphoria has lessened. Yes. So I don't know if you're still feeling all the same amount of dysphoria and just not sharing, but I find that highly unlikely because she shares everything. <laughs> Honestly, it's it, it has decreased um, overall. I still get bouts of dysphoria. Um, you know, there's... well, unfortunately, I don't think that's ever going to go away completely. Yeah. You and, know, and and I don't, I don't expect that it will. Um, and if it does, great. But I mean, I don't have that anticipation. I think to some extent, part of my optimistic outlook going in was like, this is going to fix everything, and it doesn't fix everything. It's they're not. I would say HRT is magic, but not in that way. Um. It's, I, I think that overall, I'm much happier. I'm much more mentally aligned with my identity and physically. And so like that, I look in the mirror and overall I'm like, yep, that's right now. Versus before I would just, you know, I'd get up and, and like, I spent a long time like not actually look, like making eye contact with myself if I didn't have to. Um, and I talked about this in one of my videos before where I, I shameless plug for the YouTube video. It's she just, can't stop herself. Hey, listen, this is a multi tiered media experience. Anyway, <laughs> you can't see it. I'm just blank, blank, uh, blankly, uh, staring at her. Just the disapproval is, is palpable on your face. The, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, you maybe lose what I thought. Sure, sure. Oh, I, I mean, I talked about this before in like a video that I used to like have moments where I would like disassociate. Like I would look into the mirror, look, look, look at, look, looking into the mirror. Like I would look, I, <laughs> I swear I haven't been drinking. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I used to look in the mirror and not recognize, not yourself. recognize myself. I would have a mental image of what I should look like, which wasn't even like a clear, like how I look now, but I would have like a mental expectation. And then I would look in the mirror and go like, that's not right whatsoever. And I would feel like I was looking at somebody else and it would like freak me the fuck out. And I would not even be able to look in the mirror some days. Um, and that's gone. I don't have that. It doesn't happen that's anymore. Good. Um, but I mean, I have days where like I look in the mirror and I was like, oh, my chin is a little too square and I got stubble and fucking everything's terrible. And goddamn profile. Like I, I have like things that I nitpick about, 
but it's not just an overall like I hate everything about me. It's like I'm at a, a nitpicky stage, which every woman does anyway. Yeah, like I wish so. my arms weren't as flabby. I wish you know. Yeah. Every woman criticizes herself mm-hmm. more than they should. Um, I mean, for me, one of the things that I did not expect was the ridiculous insanity with the love of pickles. <laughs> it's like crack. You know, okay, so. We cannot live in this house without pickles. Like, like the woman is insane. Okay, so to explain, spironolactone um, is a diuretic. And it makes you crave salt. Um, so I like lots of salty snacks. And I like pickles anyway. And I latched on to pickles. Come to find out, so did every other trans woman in the world. <laughs> and it's just like a thing where we're like pickles. I'm pretty sure that the pickle market is being driven by trans women I, I, at this I, point. I shit you not. I had friends that were like literally like they brought like pickles from like the Midwest at, at the trans uh, wellness conference in Philly, and there was like a pickle exchange going on, which nobody told me about. And I was like, "What the fuck? I'm, I've been, I've, I've been excluded from the pickle exchange," and I was very upset. Also, because of the keto <laughs> thing, like she can't have any other snacks anyway. So, so many pickles are so good. Oh my! I love God. Them. They're everywhere. I mean, not for very long. I eat them very quickly. No, but I mean, like every time we go somewhere, she's like pickle. Pickle, pickle. Like, I can't have a pickle on my own damn plate. <laughs> I love how you just said it like the baby does when she wants a pickle. Like, pickle? Pickle, pickle, pickle. Like, no, but like, more? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no. Like, like she's like a freaking pickle hoarder. I, I shit you not. The other day when I went to the movies, I stopped and had breakfast beforehand. And then in between... I'm saying I shit you not. My God. I, well, I don't. Um, but before... Between my breakfast and then going to the movies and having uh, movie snacks, I, I had a pickle snack in between. I got some pickles from Walmart. They were so good. So yeah, I like pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody warned me about the pickle madness. I feel like there should be like some kind of disclaimer... On the HRT, like that, like may cause pickle madness. May cause pickle madness because that's what it is. And forever from now on, that's what I'm calling it. Pickle madness. Pickle madness. That's what it is. I'm totally putting this in the in, in the description of this episode. Like pickle madness and other HRT side of it. Rachel and Shannon discuss this, 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 and pickle madness. Anyway, um, so what else? has either met or not met your expectations anything um i mean i was kind of warned ahead of time of the whole hormonal emotional wreckage that yeah happens so i mean i was expecting it i just wasn't expecting the amount that i would take on because it's me and (laughs) i literally have no defenses against other people's emotions and things like that. Well, here's the thing. Right now, I'm in the stage of emotional intensity that, like, a, a teenage girl would be in. Right. It's gonna right. level off. It'll level That's what they keep saying, but, like, when is it gonna level off? It'll level off just in time for um, our daughter to go through it, so. Mm-mm. This is training. I'm helping you. If I had nuts, you just kicked me in them. Just want you to know. <laughs> like Lucky you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but it's okay. I'll be there to help you. Mm-hmm. Ow. And and it will be fresh in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, kid. I've just been through this. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> It'll be, it's fine. Like, it's, uh, not that, it's not that important. I thought you it's were going to give intense. me hope. I thought you were going to say, you know, in a year or two, it'll all be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry to disappoint. Okay, that um, was really creepy. <laughs> hey, you know, you started it. Um, Start whispering into the microphone. This is not an ASMR video. Or, or not a video at all. I don't even, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. You're right. It's not an ASMR video. Good job. Ow. Ow. Why'd you pluck me? Pluck you? I flicked you. 
It's a different plucking is pulling on a string and then letting it go. Flicking is striking something. Oh, again. <laughs> okay, so anyway, moving on. What else? I don't know. My voice has changed, but not because of the HRT. Yeah, that's just because she works on it. I don't work on it in like any organized fashion. I mean, but uh, I know that your voice doesn't, the, the HRT doesn't change your voice. Like, mm-hmm. and they tell you that it's not going to change your voice. But does it do anything like to relax the vocal cords a little bit or, or change the vocal cords a little bit? Not really. I don't know. I don't know how these things work. Not really. It's more just practice that I kind of talk in. I kind of talk in like a, a not quite a head voice. But just more like a, instead of talking from like my chest, I kind of talk from like the back of my throat in my mouth. Like, and sometimes your nose. And sometimes, and sometimes my nose. Okay, um, well that, no, that sounded like, like little green men. <laughs> <laughs> or women. Little green persons. Yes. Inclusivity. Um. Not zero at all. <laughs> um, but it, so, I mean, that's really just kind of like changing where my voice was where I was projecting my voice from long enough that just muscle memory that's kind and of And how did I you learn hmm? all about that? <laughs> I don't know if it was YouTube or the conference or no. I mean, you know, I, I a little bit I went to like a workshop. Other friends and not stuff. this pat not this summer, but the first year we went last year. I did a little bit and that helped and I got like, you know, a list of like exercises and I don't do them. Just didn't do them. Right. Um but it's like physical therapy. Yeah. I'm supposed to be doing it yeah. for my shoulder, but mm-hmm. anyway. But so, I mean, it's just, just practice. And I mean, and there's different things you can do. You can go and actually get like vocal coaching. You can get surgery. Um, that's not surgery for, scares. That's me. not for me. Um, I was actually watching one of Sam's videos the other day and, and she was talking about, um, she got vocal surgery and, Somebody else had just gone to therapy for a year, but it took her about a year to recover from the vocal surgery. So if she hadn't gotten the surgery and just did the vocal coaching, she probably would have been in about the same place. Mm-mm. So, I mean, that's unfortunately the HRT isn't going to do that. If you're going in the opposite direction, though, and you and you are a trans man and you start taking testosterone, that will deep, deepen your voice. I don't understand. The testosterone will deepen your voice, but the lack of testosterone won't fix it. No, because it thickens your vocal cords, and then once they're thickened, that's where, how they are. They're thick. Stupid testosterone. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I was poisoned. I survived testosterone poisoning. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so? So where do we go from here? Um. I mean, you're at a year and a half. What do you expect to improve the longer you're on HRT, what do you expect? Is well, just you maintenance? Know, what is, what's... It's one of those things where it's, you have people talking about, like, you know, like, I'm five years in and I still see changes sometimes. It, just the longer you're on it, like, maybe at some point it's just going to level off and there's not going to be any more, you know, noticeable changes physically. But I don't know. I don't know when or if that's going to happen and we'll just have to... Hopefully it's not going to change much more emotionally because if you start parsing any further, I mean, I'm going to be talking about quantum emotion. You love it. <laughs> wow, that's a look. Anyway, um, but, you know, and, you know, maybe one day I'll actually get around to actually having some surgery and then, you know, I won't have to take. Um... Then the pickle madness will stop? Probably not. I still love pickles. Yeah, but it won't be like. I don't know. You're like a pickle junkie right now. I, I, it's a, there's, a, there's a difference. There's a love of pickles and, you know, wanting to have a nice good pickle and stuff like that. Which, I wonder what Freud would say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, which is fine, but then there's like, you know, your eyes get big and crazed. You break out in a sweat. You start shaking. Like, that's pickle madness. You're really projecting a lot of, like... like you don't know you when car- you're... Cartoonish, like, uh, behavior on how I react to pickles. 
Do you see yourself reacting to pickles? You don't. From my perspective, this is what it looks like. And the eyes bug out. Sweat forms. Beads of perspiration, because women don't sweat, mm-hmm. apparently. I guess so. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Get the shakes. You you have no <laughs> idea. Like, it's an emotional roller coaster when the pickle jar is empty. Is. Not even, like, when, when she finishes the last pickle, or, like, when she didn't realize that she already finished the last pickle, and she was planning on a pickle, like... Actually, here's like talking about like, things that, that emotionally get me down when there's no pickles. I get really upset over pickles, people. It's because so you don't see you like sweet pickles, you don't know, like, you don't know how to pickle right anyway. I like all pickles, that's hmm. so true. Cause <laughs> I'm, I, I doctored some pickles and like they were too intense for you, you couldn't handle it. Uh- it's not that they were too intense. It's just that they were disgusting. It's not intensity. It's uh-huh. just gross. There's a difference. <laughs> anyway. I love you. <laughs> I think we've devolved into some, you know... Pickle madness. No, I don't have the pickle madness. You have the pickle madness. I'm not going to lie. Like, we've been talking about this long enough. I'm, like, s- sitting here going... I, need to I know. <laughs> that's what I said. She's rocking back and forth. She's going to start glistening soon. She's licking her lips like, you know, some kind of, you know, crazed lunatic. I really did. I didn't mean to do it. I did, though. I think we better go before the pickle madness takes her. Okay. Okay, well, this has been another enlightening episode <laughs> of Our Life in Transition. I am Rachel. I am Shannon. I don't know. And and thank you for joining us. Mm. I think I need to get this woman a pickle. Yes, thank you. Okay. I'm kind. All right. We'll see you next time. Right. Or, Bye. Yeah. I, I got to stop saying we'll see you next time. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. 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 That's a ticket. That's a ticket. Yeah. I need to get her a pickle. Seriously. Pl- please. All right. Bye. <laughs>